Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Quay's World. Today, I am talking to the game developer of Validate. Um, Validate is a visual novel in which you maneuver yourself through the twisting paths of young adulthood, y'all. Go check it out. It's on Steam. Um, I think the demo is on Steam. The game will probably be out the summer of this year. So go check it out. Go check out um, Validate on Twitter. And I'm so happy for you guys to hear this. I had so much fun talking to Danny. Um, yeah, this might be the last time you hear me for a while. I'm, I'm taking a break just so I won't burn myself out. But please enjoy, and I will see you guys soon. I found out about you through TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, wow, I got to talk to her, like, I'm kind of new to the whole, well, not to um, I'm gaming, but I'm new to getting into, like, the industry and learning about, you know, I'm new to that part of it. So I just thought it would be cool to have someone who do something different, I guess you can say. Something Yeah, no. I totally understand. Uh, a lot of people come to me for that. Like, they're like, oh, my God, I've never seen a Black woman as loud and doing so well as you and I feel a love to ask me questions so I have these answers pretty much preset in my mind so (laughs) okay oh I had to I was taking some notes before I was trying to make sure I was ready okay but I um I did see that there was a um a demo and it said that it was coming summer of this year I don't know if that's true that's correct um so yeah we have a we already have a demo that's already out our full game is coming out summer of this year the goal is august um it'll probably we'll probably meet our our goal uh date honestly like there really isn't much to like keep us from getting there the first question i wanted to just i feel like it's the same thing i ask everybody when they first come and talk to me um when did you start to like get into gaming or be like oh this is something I'm into um this is something that really is just my pot you know a cup of tea okay so I actually started like I fell in love with gaming when I was like very young um my first system was definitely I think Game Boy Advance uh, I was, I don't even know how old I was. I just remember playing this one Barbie game that mm-hmm. I, it was just so hard. I could not beat it. I pro- it probably was, honestly, if I probably play it now, I probably still couldn't beat it because I think that game was just broken um, and was not designed well, but it was really fun. I really liked it. Um, I played this Barbie game and I played this, um, told, not Totally Spies, Hillary Duff. What's the show that she's in? Um, the Disney um. show. Uh, I want to say Lizzie McGuire. Is that what it is? Yes, Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Um, I was very much, I had a game, a Lizzie McGuire game, and I loved it. And ever since then, I could not stop. So I had a Game Boy Band, and then I got a DS Lite. Um, and then I got a 3DS, a Wii. Um, I had a PS2 at one point. Um, what else did I have? At Xbox at one point, um, it was pretty fun. Uh, I just like 
I just I got one game and I was just like I love doing this um I also when I was younger I used to also love watching let's plays on YouTube so that really like that really really got me into games because I was constantly watching let's plays of like my favorite YouTubers play the games that I really wanted to play but I didn't have the systems for it so I would just live through them and just be like wow games um so yeah I guess I was like probably like six or seven when I got into games. Um, I didn't realize I wanted to make games until 2016 when Overwatch came out. Um, I just, I love Overwatch. Like I loved Overwatch. <laughs> Let's get that straight. I no longer like that game because fuck Blizzard. Um, but I love Overwatch back in the day. I used to play a lot of it. I probably have well over like 400 hours in that game. Um, and I saw that there was no black woman in that game, like, and there still isn't. Um, they have in the second game, but why could you put in the first? Hello? Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, damn, I want there to be more black women and like as playable characters in games. And it's 2016. Uh, it's obviously changed now. Like you yeah. can, there's a shit ton now. And like, uh, watching the game awards I was just really really impressed by the number of black women as playable characters in games now um just a couple years ago it wasn't like that and I'm like it's just like seeing the change that I wanted um actually be put out into the mainstream is like really exciting but I wanted to do it myself in her own way because a lot of black women in games that you see are like fantasy type games um and there's nothing wrong with fantasy there's like there's nothing wrong with fantasy at all I just like I feel like we should be able to tell like personal stories about real life um, and the games that like we play because like fantasy is is one thing, but like realistic games are still in need and they're pretty rare nowadays. Um, People don't want to play games that like remind them of real life, which I understand, but like in realism, there's storytelling that you can learn from perspectives of other people, um, which is why I may validate. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff don't really pop out until you get to a certain age, I guess. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Like growing up, I was playing like uh um what's the game called? Resident Evil. My favorite mm-hmm. game of all time. I think there's one black girl, and that was uh Shiva Sheva, and that was like the fifth game. Mm-hmm. I loved her, and then mm-hmm. she just never she never comes back. She's like in that one game, and then they just <laughs> It just, just said, okay. oh, that's yeah. enough, that's enough. So it was like, I think um, at that point I was like, damn, like where, what's going on? Like, can she a cameo? Can she like, I don't know. It was just weird. Um, mm-hmm. And then now we have games like Apex where they have the, um, um, what's their name? Um, Lifeline. Lifelines. Mm-hmm. Which I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am obsessed with them. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was going to say that, but I'm just glad that you already did it. Um, the next thing I wanted to ask you is because I'm, you know, I'm in school and I'm doing all of that. And the process for what you want to do when you get older is always different. Like, oh, I'm trying to be a um, nurse. The process today is different from somebody trying to be a singer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what was your, um, your own process like trying to be a game developer? Um, so first of all, I have a degree in communications. Mm-hmm. A lot of game devs don't actually have degrees in uh, game development um, because when we were getting our degrees, it wasn't it, like we didn't. De- Sorry, the way, best way we can describe this is that 
a lot of game devs didn't realize they wanted to be game devs until after college or at least during college and it was too late to change yeah um a lot of my game dev friends are like a, a little I want to say a little older but like they're just like late 20s early 30s um and like none of them have degrees in game dev like they some people started off uh doing like consulting some people started off as marketing and they like they like uh, made their way into game dev um I have a degree in communications because I want to do marketing um and social media and then I was just like there's more to that than what I like there's more there's more I can do than sit behind a Twitter account for a brand that I don't care about. Like, I didn't want to do that. I wanted yeah. to do more with my talent. Um, like still, I'm a, still a social media uh, person and like a manager for my company. Mm-hmm. But when I, I realized that I wanted to make games and like make games seriously two years ago, um, I like this is right before COVID hit. And I was just like, I can make a game because I made a mini game, like a mini visual novel on RenPy um, with a few friends. And it was nice. Like I did all the coding myself. It was pretty easy. Um, but it's just like, at the same time, I knew I could do more than that. And then I did. Um, a lot of people's process is different. Some people like, they like play a game and they're like, well, I can make this game, but like 10 times better. Some people are just like, oh, I want to write for games. Some people just say, oh, I'm really good at art. I want to make art for games. Like everyone's process is a little different for um, how they get into games. It really is just like finding your strength and like running with it. So you said that you started, well, you all figured out that you wanted to do this like two years ago. Um, I mentioned a while, maybe like my second episode, I don't know, for gaming and I'm just going to speak for like the the unblack community because that's my community that's what I grew up mm-hmm. in the older generation doesn't take gaming <laughs> serious at mm-hmm. all they see it as like not something that you can make a, a, a job off. Of. Yeah. yeah so like when I bring up streaming or something like that I want to say my parents rush it off but they play it as like a hobby whereas like mm-hmm. oh, girl I like doing this this is what I want to do um so did you have any problems with that? Like with your family being like, um, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to? Oh, absolutely. I still have that problem to this day. Um, my mom does not really take my job seriously. She doesn't really believe that like I make money off this. I'm just like, uh, I haven't asked you for money in like two years. So <laughs> I'm obviously getting money from somewhere if I'm coming home with all these Amazon packages and all this stuff like I and you know I don't have like a a real life job uh yeah it's really difficult for in black communities for them to take like not just gaming but creative jobs seriously like if you're an artist um if you're like a musician blah 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 they're like they're always like oh get a real job blah 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 like this is a real job it might not be the the traditional way that you might think it's a real job but it's still a real job regardless exactly I feel like if the same support that we give um, uh, small black kids who want to go into sports should be given to the kids who want to do all these different things. Because I'm a um, wrestling fan, too. Mm-hmm. And, and my brother is one also because of me. He's like seven years old. But there's always people saying, oh, he should play football. He should play, you know, all this different, you know, the typical stuff for a little chunky you know stocky little seven-year-old black Mm -hmm. boy and 
my brother is not into that. He plays video games. He's like, he likes to to uh, wrestle. He likes wrestling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it makes me so mad that they push this, this narrative on him. He's like, bro, he don't even know the first thing about a basketball or a football. Like, just let him be, you know, let him just be a, a kid. Try different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing about like that, like I am seeing in like people in people's parents that like if I ever want to have a child, I will never make the same mistakes. Like let my child do what they want and follow their own heart and not try to force them to do things that I want them to do. Yes. Because like people need to realize that your kids are their own human beings. There are people with feelings, um, emotions, they make their own decisions, blah, blah, blah. And you don't have to force them to get a concussion playing football if they want to play some Fortnite, like it that doesn't make any sense <laughs> um i think i wanted to talk about one of the things i saw on your tiktok i think some of your videos got taken down i'm not quite sure um yeah the audio that i was using got copyrighted so they muted most of my videos so i had to take them down i have to remake them low-key i'll probably do that this week but yeah there was one video i think you were either responding to a comment and it was just you know like the the um, typical person with no profile picture you know type of situation mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that you deal with that a lot uh, especially I don't want to say recently but um since I've gotten into streaming uh me and my friends and just people on, on the TL on Twitter too there's been a lot of like hate for <laughs> black streamers black game like it's been so much hate and I feel like it's getting worse because nobody's like we're speaking out against it, but there's not really nothing being done to mm-hmm. protect us from it. Um, how do you approach comments and stuff like that? Because I'm pretty sure you get a lot of them. Uh, so when validate first, like got really popular, we got hit with like wave after wave of hate comments from a bunch of racists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucked like shit, but um, I've been on the internet for 12 years, not 12 years, 10 years. It's going to be 10 years next month um, with a social media presence. So I have pretty tough skin when it comes to this kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's just like I shouldn't have to build tough skin so I can, you know, live in peace without racist being a fucking fool and bothering me. Um, personally, I just don't pay no mind because... Um, I'm still making money and you're not. And you, if you find a need to hate on people online for doing what they love, you're a lame ass bitch. Um, but like at the same time, it's just like, sometimes I see it. I'm just like, why do you guys care so much? You're not being able to play this game. You're not going to indulge in my content. So why do you, why do you feel the need to, you know, try to tear me down, try to humble me? X, yeah. Y, and Z. Like you, you don't really gain anything from doing that. It's just like more pathetic on your side. Yeah, I um, I think I've had to deal with that one time when I first started, and it was weird because like I had like maybe three people watching me at, at the time, mm-hmm. and like fifty subscribers on YouTube. And this is when I was streaming on YouTube, mm-hmm. and some guy came in and like was um just being awful, and he, he like spoiled the game for me and stuff. I was like. What's your reason? Like, what do you gain from doing stuff like this? I'm basically a nobody on here right now. Like, nobody mm-hmm. knows who I am. There's nobody here to see you being crazy. Like, what are you 
gaining from this. It's just weird to me. Yeah, no, it's really pathetic. It doesn't even make any sense to me because like you're not making money from doing this. You're literally just hating for free. You're being a hater for free. That's pathetic. Yeah, I should have said this first, but I'm just kind of like trying to make sure I get everything out. Um, When you comes to your game, where did the idea come from? How did you come up with it? Um, so last, no, not last year. Oh my God, time is relative. It's not 2020 anymore. It's literally two years later. Uh, last year or 20, in 2019, I got really into Ace Attorney. Um, and 2020 is when I finished the games, uh, or I finished the first trilogy. And I was like, damn, this is a really good game. I want to make a game that makes me feel like this. Um, and then also, so Validate's biggest, uh, inspirations are ace attorney and the show insecure oh okay. um, i wanted i saw insecure and i was like damn i can definitely make something this good and this realistic because the way that insecure makes me feel is the way that i want people to feel when they play validate like seeing people of color in stories in like real life stories, not having to deal with racism, not having to deal with like, you know, police brutality, like just stories about us being us. And I really saw what Issa was doing with Insecure. And I was just like, wow, I could do this but with games. Um, and like Insecure, like to this day, is still one of my biggest inspirations, especially with this last season. Mm-hmm. and like just like how everything just came together and like just like how you saw the characters at the beginning like what was it like two years ago to yeah. like where they were now um like the flash forward like it really inspired me to like keep going and keep making these stories because I think that like like I said earlier we still there is still a need for realistic stories mm-hmm. and realism and storytelling when it comes to people of color because the only people who really get to have realistic stories are white people every rom-com a white person every fucking um you know, thriller, a white person. We should be able to have rom-coms about Black people being Black without having to deal with racism. We used to have a shit ton of them in the early 2000s and 90s, and now they completely disappeared. Why? That reminds me of this one film with, um, what is his name? I think Joey Badass. That was on Netflix, and he got so much, like, hate on Twitter, which it was well-deserved because he was reliving <laughs> he was reliving being shot by the police and i'm like why oh. is that why is that a thing why yeah, no, like- trauma porn is terrible i don't know why like trauma porn is a genre now we don't have to suffer yeah i would just tell my friend that cause we were talking about the um um what was that thing called the show about um emmett till and we're like oh. we, know, we know the story we know what happened why do we like you don't have to keep telling these stories yeah like why do we have to keep reliving this pain this trauma that's why people really like black panther because black panther was one of the first black films that didn't really have that well i mean it sure had it it has its issues but like it was a celebration of blackness and not really like the issues that it had was just like you know diaspora wars bullshit but like it, it, it was a general celebration of blackness and black culture and like African culture. And like, it made a lot of people really happy because we've never had a film like that before. Well, not since like, you know, coming to America, but like in modern day, 
you had little black boys dressing up as Black Panther because this is the first time they've seen a black superhero that wasn't Miles. Because this is before Miles Morales. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time you're seeing a black superhero who looks like you, who like talks like you, and like you're like in your life. Like for little black boys, they didn't have like when we grew up, we had Spider Man, but Spider Man was white. This is the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and like I just like I I want people to realize the impact of making these kind of works when you make work that represents people in a positive light it means so much to the younger generations because they are growing up seeing nothing but whiteness and you have to like change that like you can't like when we grew up we had a bunch of black shows we had the proud family we had sister sister we had that's raven they don't have those shows now yeah they have a bunch of white shows <laughs> It's true though, cause on um on Hulu they have like all like the um black old shows like My Wife and Kids, the um, Bernie Mac show. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was just going back and watching all of that. We don't we got shit like grownish and black like that's not that's not it. Also, that shit is for a white audience. <laughs> yeah, grown-ish like it's and not... blackish. It's for a white audience. That is who is that preaching to? That's not for us. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> it's just funny cause grownish. I don't know what the hell. Girl, this I, is terrible. I didn't. I, Yara, that biracial, that light skin girl, girl, go I away. Think the the part that got me was the HBCU stuff. I was like, child, okay. As a person, <laughs> as a person who goes to one, I was like, oh yeah, we're not just it, it, okay. Never. I ain't gonna go into that. I'm just, <laughs> no, I understand. My 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 girl goes to Howard. She's just like, yeah, this show's ass. So just uh, two more things, and then we can end it there. Um, but first, I wanted to talk about the game making process. So how was the, the process for you? So the process was for me was a lot different from most people. Um, most people would have like, if you don't really have creative friends, you have to outsource everything. Um, I have a lot of creative friends. So I we like making this game. It started off as a passion project between friends and friends of friends. Uh, and then eventually it worked into more like we we like saw the potential validate. We saw how much people like validate. And we were just like, we can do more. So we did do more. But yeah. when we first started, um, it was very much like, oh, I have friends who do art. I have friends who, um, who can write. I have friends who program. Let's get this done. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. We, we decided, like we had a bunch of different people from different places making um, different kind of uh, doing different things in like in our demo. And from there, we kind of just made a demo um, and it worked. Um, Some people, like it really is like the best advice I can give to someone who wants to start making games is that you need to figure out what you want your game to be. You can't make a game if you don't know what you want it to be. We, when we first started making Validate, we did, we knew what we wanted it to be, but to the extent, not so much. Make sure you know how big you want your game to be and like what your end goal is. Because a lot of people just make games and have no end goal. Like you have to have an end goal for the games that you make. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, lastly, to close this out, uh, I did something where I talked about my um, goals for the new year. Uh, what are some of your goals for the new year? Uh, Releasing this game. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, 
uh, probably just just getting the game out there or creating new ideas? What are some of your, well, you, you said releasing the game, of course. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, so I want to release this game and I want to use the money from this game to get more Black artists into um, the industry. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be able to host like, you know, game jams, um, and like joint projects to like really build other black artists portfolio so they can really get into this industry and like build some experience of work, working on games. Um, so like that's really my big goal. Um, another goal for myself, I want to become a better speaker. Um, I want to speak more at conferences. I want more people to understand that like because when you look up how to get into making games, it's all a bunch of white dudes. And I want people to hear a different perspective um, about that. Like I am a, I want to say a small town girl because I, I live in Chicago, but um, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm someone who did not have a background making games. And I decided yeah. to make games because I wanted to. Um, some people have backgrounds making games and then they just make games and then they get really big. Um, some people went to game school. I didn't do that. I went to school for communications. I have a degree in communications with a focus uh, in media sales. And then I made games because I started, I wanted to. Like people should know that perspective. Not everything is like, you know, it's the same white dude BS. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that's gonna be it for today. I, I really appreciate you talking to me. Uh, I know I was very nervous. I don't know. It's just something. Please, that I, no, I understand. <laughs> learn, like getting comfortable with talking mm-hmm. and meeting new people and talking. You know. Mm-hmm. No, so I totally I understand. appreciate you for being patient with me, uh, and I appreciate you for giving me your time. Like you didn't have to do this, of course. Um, do you have any last things to say about the game or anything? Um. First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I love doing interviews. They're a lot of fun. Uh, for me, uh, follow Stan Validate. Stan Validate is all I got to say. Um, play your game, play your demo, wishlist is on Steam. Um, you can find everything at validategame.com and follow us on Twitter at Validate Game. Uh, we have a huge Twitter presence, way more active than TikTok. And um, yeah, have a great day. <laughs>